This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Jumping off hour two here of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate and Show here on WWL, AMFM.com, and always free on the Odyssey app. We're at Drago's Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. Just got done munching on some onion rings. Those thick-cut onion rings are yep. the best over here at Drago's. Delicious. Still gonna, Tommy says he's sending us the, the new on the menu uh, double-cut pork chop. We're going to taste that here in a little bit as well. So my uh, mouth is watering. My taste buds cannot wait. That's right. Uh, Jeff Nowak, Odyssey Sports Digital producer, co-host of First Take on, on Saints Game Day. He's up there in Atlanta getting ready for LSU and Georgia in the SEC Championship game. Jeff, how are you, man? How are the uh, what's the sights and scenes from Atlanta? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. The the sights and scenes right now are kind of gross. It's cold. It's rainy. It's definitely not a <laughs> uh, a great football uh, weather morning morning of weather, but. Um, I think the, the fans are kind of are kind of working their way out. I think it slowed everything down. Everyone's kind of bummed out because USA lost the the, the uh, fake football game, and uh, it's all going to get going. But there was there was some pretty good turnout. I, I went out to a pub near my my hotel for dinner last night, and I actually heard the LSU fight song, followed by Colin Baton Rouge, followed by Eye of the Tiger. So okay, uh, they're doing their job. <laughs> I got you. Uh, what's been You've had a chance to, to hear from both coaches this week uh, up there in Atlanta. What's been, I guess, some of the highlights, if you will? You know, one thing that, that's really stood out, and I know we talked about this the other day, is Brian Kelly's not hes not embracing this, you know, shock the world narrative. He's mm-hmm. not leaning into the, oh, we're major underdogs, let's go do it. You know, he's really, he's really putting this on, like, you've worked all season to get here. You deserve to be here, you know go out and, and do it. And I think that there, that is a big difference because you want – like, LSU shouldn't feel like they don't belong in this game and a win would be this massive statement. They that's should right. feel like this is where they should be every year. And I think win or loss, that's the message that Brian Kelly wants to kind of instill in this team, which is hope going to hope they come back and be here again next year with a slightly better record, you know. Uh, <laughs> and so that's – to me, I think it's going to be interesting to see how that message resonates. Like, does LSU go out there and kind of look shell-shocked, you know? Or do they look like the team that feels like they should win this game? And, and that's where I'm, I'm interested to see how, how this play, the team responds after, you know, what can only be described as a collapse against Texas A&M. Jeff, this is Herb Tyler, man. I wanted to ask you a question in regards to the national media and what exactly are they saying about the LSU Tigers and Brian Kelly? Like, what is the, you know, what is the, the I guess, the, the biggest 
um, positive or negative that they're saying about Brian Kelly in this 2022 LSU Tiger football team? Well, I mean, I think from a from a national perspective, I think everyone's very very complimentary of the job that Brian Kelly has done, um, and I think it's it's very much a you know punching above their weight class at this point. Um, but I don't see people giving LSU much of a chance in this game. And I mean, you look at a seventeen and a half point spread, and uh, that's that's good reason. Um, but it is really wild to think where things have come from. You know that that week one. Florida State lost uh, in the Superdome mm-hmm. to now where, you know, they win this game and they could be finishing their season in that same building in the Sugar Bowl. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that there is a lot of surprise about how quickly things have turned around here. Um, and, I, and I think, but I do think there is still a lot of um, skepticism around, okay, how good actually is this team? Uh, and I think that's what this game is going gonna, is gonna to really instill in a lot of people one way or the other. Jeff, you, uh, you, you helped post my article earlier in the week and edit it as well. Um, yeah. Footloose and fancy free. I mean, I, I really believe that. LSU has nothing to lose here. I mean, the game, obviously, but I, my, I guess my point, and I've said this from the start of the show, all the pressure is on Kirby Smart in Georgia. They're supposed to be the number one team, the best team in the country. They're supposed to beat this team by 17 and a half points. It's all on Georgia. Yeah, and this is a team that, you know, the last three years has been an incredible team, but they have not won an SEC championship. That's, if you're looking at Georgia and thinking, okay, what, what haven't they done? It's come to Atlanta and win a game, right? They lost to LSU yeah. in 2019. They lost to Alabama last year. They've done everything else. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it feels like it's got to be almost like a complex at this point. You know, this should be a home game for them. <laughs> they can't just walk into this building and win a game. Like, they beat Alabama in the national championship, but they can't come here and beat Alabama. So, you know, it's, mm-hmm. for LSU, they should feel like they kind of own this building as they, as they have. What do you think happens with USC losing last night? What, what happens now? <laughs> well, if you ask Greg Sankey, he thinks that every SEC team – uh, should be in the running. He thinks Tennessee, Alabama, and LSU, he said this, should all Who's, be. Who said this? Great. Greg Sankey. Oh, uh, Greg, Greg Sankey. Sankey, okay. Uh, and, you know, he's just, he's just, you know, toting the party lines a little bit with LSU. They, they really don't. He, a three-loss team isn't getting in. But, you know, I do think Alabama has a case, right? Uh, their two yep. losses came True. to LSU and Tennessee. If LSU goes out and beats Georgia, you have to look at that, that loss to LSU Ooh. a lot differently. Uh, and do you does it does it really feel like? And those are two games they lost in the final play, right? And then you look at Ohio State, who probably is the favorite to sneak into that fourth spot. And you say, wow, they got yeah, but they got they got blasted last week. Michigan. Right, right. Yeah. Alabama lost on the two point conversion, and they missed a forty yard field goal, and then lost on a game winning field goal of Tennessee that kind of knuckleballed in. Right, those two losses are not the same as what happened to Ohio State against their biggest rival. So, you know, I think Alabama should, should LSU win this game, it should really be a coin flip between them and Michigan. I mean, Ohio State, I'm sorry. All right, so tonight, what do you expect, man? Uh, you think LSU covers? I think they cover. Uh, I, I would bet on them to cover. You know, I think the key to for LSU in this game is you have to, you have to get out in front. You are not going to play from behind and win this game against Georgia. You need to get out and and allow your defense to kind of play downhill to have any chance of winning this game. You know, Jaden Daniels has to to get out. He has to be able to move around. You have to control the clock, control the time of possession, and you have a chance. But 
and man, it's just this Georgia team. It's like waves on a beach. They just keep coming and coming and coming. And you know, I don't know how you stop those tight ends. I don't know how you stop that running game. Uh, so yeah, I, I have a feeling that this is not going to go the way LSU. So. Yeah, I, I'm with you. You got to play ahead of the sticks, and also you don't want to fall behind in this one. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. Jeff Nowak, Auto Sports Digital uh, producer. I'm gonna let you run, uh, Jeff, because my oysters just hit the table, and I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right, there it goes, Jeff Nowak. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate Show here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. All right, back here at Drago Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, and we do focus quite a bit on LSU, but there's a really big game going on at Yeoman Stadium this afternoon in yep. the AAC Championship, the Tulane Green Wave hosting UCF, looking for some revenge. We've got Tab Troxler, a friend of mine, um, known him for a long time, and he is the St. Charles Parish assessor, but more importantly, he's a Tulane fan. He's on the line with us right now. Uh, what's the atmosphere over there like, Tap? Hey, Christian, great, man. Um, Uptown is really electric today. You could tell it's not a normal game day, man. Everybody's out, a lot of tailgating. Just, man, everybody's just festive. I mean, I think everybody appreciates what, you know, what today is, college football, Uptown in December. It's historic. Yeah, and a chance right. to play for an AAC championship, a chance to exact revenge on a UCF team that – beat uh, Tulane uh, less than a month ago. I mean, this is this, – you couldn't write it any better than this. No, it's great. I'll tell you, look, I, you know, I said even if we would have, you know, we would have beat UCF, I said it's all – you know, we, most likely we would see them in a championship game again, and it's, I think it's tough to beat a team twice. And uh, so I, I think today's, today's all Tulane. Listen, I, I think that uh, Herb and I were just talking about this. Tajay Spears – the Tulane running back yeah. is going to be one heck of a dude at the next level, and just how good he's been at Tulane. Just talk about that from a fan perspective, watching this young man. Oh, no, he's 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 great. I mean, if you watched him in the Cincinnati game last week, I mean, he, he really dominated and really took control of that game. Uh, I mean, he's definitely the different maker. You know, he's a difference maker. I, I, I think Tulane goes the way of Tajay Spears today, and I really expect him to have a you know have a big day. Um, 
you know, I, and I, and, you know, he, he sets it all up for him. I mean, he runs the ball. Uh, he, he's got just great, you know, you know, Coach Chris talks about it all the time. He's got great lateral speed. And if you watch him, you know, almost every game we start off with a run, and he's, and he's looked like he's, he always breaks that for 10, 15, 20 yards or, or even further. That, that just mm-hmm. sets up everything for the two-lane offense. So, Tab, Coach Fritz has Tulane Green Wave in the AAC Championship today. What is the next step in the progression for Tulane and Coach Fritz? Well, look, look the, the mantra all year has been, been 1-0, so so the next step is today at 3 o'clock, take care of business. I expect it to come out the gate uh, real hot and heavy, and like I said, I, I really think we're going to run the ball, but I, it really doesn't matter. I, I tell you what, if we start out on defense, we've got a great defense, Dorian Williams, Nick Anderson, uh, man, mm-hmm. just two fantastic linebackers. I think I think we're going to shut UCF down. And then, like I said, if we start out on offense, hey, you guys already said it. Hey, Tom J. Spears, guy's got just great vision, great speed. Uh, you know, he's a he's a he's a difference maker. And I, you know, and I think we uh, I think we pound the rock today with him. And like I said, hey, you know, right now it's it's one and zero, um, and we, yep. we we know if we continue to do the one and zero deal, we, we've got some great things here in the future and in, in the near future. So how does Coach Fritz start checking off some of those things that he named um, in that press conference when he re-signed his deal, one being facilities? What does he need to do in order to get some better facilities or the Green Wave alum behind him in order to get those facilities? Well, I think I think just this this whole, you know, we need it this year. You know, you, you come off a 2-10 and ten year, and, you know, you really felt like we were building a program, or really felt like, this year or in, you know, just even last year, the year, even the year before, you just kind of just waiting for this breakout season. So, Herb, I think, I think we got a breakout season. I think the fans appreciate it. I think more importantly, the university appreciates it. Mm-hmm. They understand what it means, uh, you know, to get the national spotlight, to get the local spotlight for a little bit. And, um, no, I think this, um, I, I think the university will definitely rally around. This team and this uh, in this program, but I think more importantly, I think the New Orleans region is going to rally around this team in this program. Tab, there's no doubt about it. Listen, the bottom line is, is if it represents Louisiana, a school represents Louisiana in any way, shape, or form. Yep. we should all root for their success. That's right. Um, in particular, you know, right there in New Orleans at Tulane. So we've said it multiple times on this show, Herb and I. It, you know, yes, it is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger tailgating show, predominantly about LSU, but. Man, anything that represents Louisiana, we're about, and we want to have success, and we're, we're hoping Tulane pulls it out today uh, in the AAC Championship. We have Willie Fritz on each week during Sports Talk, and he's a heck of a dude. What was the reaction, though, from the fan base when he when he decided to stay here with Tulane? Oh, I, hey, I was relieved. It was, a, it was a gut punch. I had a friend of mine text me and said, hey, look, uh, you know, he's not going to be here. You know, you know, your coach left. And, I, you know, I'm checking. I said, man, I, I said, he's not going to leave to go to Georgia Tech. I don't, you know, I don't believe that, you know. And then, of course, all the reports. But, hey, I think it's just a minor distraction this week. Um, you know, I think we're, you know, we're going to take care of business. And, and, you know, as far as, you know, talking about, you know, Louisiana and college football, look, this is a great story, man. I mean, you're 2-10 and ten one year. Oh. You're 10-2 you're and two the next. Uh, you got a shot to, you know, to, to uh, punch your ticket to uh, Arlington, Texas. And uh, and have a shot at the Cotton Bowl. I mean, look, as a, as a fan, that's, that's all you ever ask for. Is, is your team to be relevant? You know, you're in the top 25. You're you're hosting your second top 25 um, uh, game. It happens to be the, the American Conference Championship. You got a chance to go postseason, uh, New Year's Six game. I mean, hey, it's uh, this is this is as good as it gets. 
Tab, had they expanded the playoff field from 4 to 12 this year, Tulane would be in. They'd be a 12 seed. Yeah, they would be. That's right. Hey, let me tell you, I think uh, I think we would give any team a run. Uh, you know, I'm not saying, look, I, you know, there's a lot of great football out there. Look, let me just say this about this team. This, this, you know, we keep talking about team, team. Let me tell you, to me, and I, and I love Tajay Spears and Michael Pratt and Nick Anderson and Dorian Williams. And I can go on and on. I love all the kids locally from the River Parishes and, you know, St. Charles Parish. I mean, I've got uh, Jaquan Jackson. I mean, look, this is just, just a lot of great local stories here. But, um, but, but, but the opportunity to, to, or the opportunity we have today has been built on a, on, on the foundation of a team. I think more than anything, all these, you know, all these great players, again, Taji Spears and all of them. Hey, but, it, but it all comes back to one thing. They are a really good team. And if you really enjoy college football and you really appreciate team, I mean, you know, re, hey, the focus is on a team. The team's focus is on a team. The individual's focus is mm-hmm. on a team. The coach's focus is on a team. So, look, this is a team, and uh, I think that's probably what I'm most proud of this, you know, this year. This this is a real team effort. Look, this is, you know, we don't get, you know, we don't get five-star recruits, four-star recruits. I mean, you know, those things, you know, happen far and few between. I mean, this is this is a team that's built off of, you know, two and three-star you know, uh, recruits that, you know, got passed over by many other uh, uh you know programs, and I think they, I think they're playing with a chip on their shoulder, and I think I think that's probably what I've really enjoyed this year out of this program. And I'm gonna tell you, it's been building like that. Look, I came to every game, even when they were two and ten last year. It was tough watching that, but I tell you what, I never walked out of that stadium feeling like these guys don't play. I mean, they really, they you know, they really play for the heart, and they got they got a chip on their shoulder. And like I'm expecting great yeah. things today. And like I said, hey, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves because. You know, that's, that's, that's been the standard all year. Like Coach Fritz says, hey, you want to know, and that's all we want to worry about. But we know great things will come beyond that. Tab, we wish the Tulane Green Wave all the luck in the world, man. Good roll wave. Hope they – let's go beat UCF. Hey, we're going to get the job done today, man. Appreciate you uh, reaching out to me. Be roll well. wave. Yep. All right. Roll wave. Tab Troxler. St. Charles Parish successor, as you can tell, a diehard. And, he, uh, he knows Tulane. it. He knows, he knows Tulane's knows program. No, he, he knows. knows. He started rattling names oh, off. Yeah. He knows what's up. And you know what's interesting that he said to me was a 2-10 and 10 last year yep. and 10-2 and two this year? What happens next? I want to know what happens next. How can Coach Fritz continue this? Because I'm going to tell you, he's got a great nucleus of young players or players, period, there that really believe in that system, believe in the school. And, they, and, and, and like I said before, these guys are from the, the local, general, greater New Orleans area and, and a little bit further out on the North Shore, you know, yep. maybe some of the river parishes and things of that nature. But these guys are good players, man. They're really good players. They just haven't gotten those opportunities to, you know, to be recruited by these bigger schools. So, and I think that's the biggest thing for me in, in, in the whole grand scheme of it all is that his players that he gets and that he, he, he recruits, they have everything that they need to be successful in that particular conference. We're pulling for the Tulane Green Wave today. Yes, um, we are. Obviously hosting the AAC uh, championship game in Yolman. And that's the stadium. Uh, her, yep. That's a perfect stadium for, for that program. And this is what they built it for, for a sold-out, packed house for a Tulane football game. They're going to have it today uptown. I agree. And this stadium is made immensely correct for them. And I love it so much. And I don't know if you've ever been to the stadium. I have. But in, in, in September, that stadium is hot. Oh, yeah. But in December, like Tab said, this is the first time they've been playing the uptown in that Tulane Ulam Stadium um, during December. So it's going to be a really nice day to play some football. 
And I think it's going to be a, a, a really treat for the Tulane fans and the, the, the Wave alumni to, to watch their team be successful against UCF. We'll see if Tulane and Coach Willie Fritz can pull it off. LSU takes on Georgia in the SEC championship game. Uh, that's a 3 o'clock kickoff right here on the home of the Fighting Tigers. Yep. Well, we'll step away and come back. We're at Drago Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. Just got done with a half dozen char grilled oyster. Mm-mm-mm. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate Show here from Drago Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. He's Herb. I'm Christian. This is WWL. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate and Show. Live from Drago Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. Herb, you just had the double cut pork chop. How was it? Oh, delicious. Pork chop, very tender, juicy, not overcooked. Um, the glazed, sweet glazed sauce that's on it is phenomenal with the risotto underneath it. Oh, man, it's delicious. Getting you set for LSU and Georgia this afternoon. 3 o'clock, SEC championship game. We talked about the SWAC, the uh, AAC, and Kansas State right now is on top of third-ranked TCU in the second quarter, 14-7. Man, the it's, college football. This is like, the same Kansas State that lost to Tulane earlier in the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is, the college football selection committee is ha- having heart palpitations right about now. With USC losing, now TCU potentially uh, losing a game, and again, you get a whole half to play. And look, this is the most TCU thing ever to do. They all year long <laughs> they fell behind and made historic comebacks. So don't write the Horn Frogs off. But man, that would be a nightmare uh, again for you, for the college football selection committee. Well. Don't be um, surprised if tonight they come out and say we're going to go to twelve man play a twelve team playoff system. Okay, um, but no, it's it's a. I mean that's college football. That's what it's all about. That's why college football is the best football in in, in the world, right? Because you just never know what's going to happen. So whatever whatever is supposed to happen, it may happen seven times out of ten times. But you know, it's a wonderful thing. It's all driven about by emotion. It's all driven by passion from the kids. And the kids technically are not getting paid to play football, which makes it that much more fun, right? Because they're not taking it as a job. They're, they're, it's just you either love and bleed that purple and gold or that green and white or that, that, that blue and gold. Whatever it is, whatever team you play for, they love it, and their passion is just, is just unmatched by it. So that's why you have such great parity in college football. All right, so here we are, two hours, 20 minutes to kick off. What's going through your mind right now as, a, as an LSU player? Oh, man, I'm ready to get out there, you know. Let me um, focus on the last little minute adjustments that we need to make. Um, 
or, you know, just, just concentrate a little bit more on the game plan, understand my reads and my, 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 my protections, understand the fronts that the defense are trying to, you know, employ on us, and then, you know, just relax myself and breathe easy. My wife just bought me a new watch um, for my birthday so I can see my heartbeat beating at, at 87, 88. I'm looking good and feeling good. Um, so, you know, I'm just, I just feel like right now, two hours before the game, it's like, you know, we're about to either, you know, walk into the stadium, either on the bus or whatever, wherever we are, got some music in my ear. And it's nothing about the game. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about the game. I have a little bit of, you know, anxiousness about the game. No anxiety at all, but just anxiousness. And um, we've been here. We've done this. All it says is another game. However, it's in the bigger stadium, and there's a little bit more meaning to that game, and it's, we can potentially take home the SEC championship. So I'm just focused and trying to make sure my guys are focused as well. I can't speak to anything like that um, as far as the experience of what you might be going through, but I would imagine there's a, there's probably a point of isolation that you took as a player this week, like the phones went off or the phones went away. Like, hey, I gotta, I've got to completely immerse myself into this game. There, you know. There's no other. What, are they taking? Are they in finals? Are, you know, are they in class right now? They, they are in class. should be in class. This is probably the last week in class. But nonetheless, my point is that I would imagine that if I were a part of this game, I probably would have turned my phone off on Wednesday of this week and said, "Tell my family, leave me alone." So I think the most difficult about that is you can't. There's so much stuff going on, and that's the thing that's unique. And this is why I tell people all the time. You know, you, you know, you see what these guys do on Saturdays, but you have no idea what they're doing from Sunday to Saturday morning. Have no idea of the personal things they're dealing with, school, um, family members, uh, the you know, the football team. Um, you know, other some of them might be fathers, other right kids and stuff like that. Other friends' issues, mm-hmm. other families' issues, a girlfriend, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just a. I mean, it's just any and everything now. I, I didn't play in the era where you had cell phones. Like, I had a cell phone, but you, we wasn't using it the way we use it today. Yeah, it costs like $1,000 a minute. <laughs> That's right. And I used like two minutes a, a year or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I can only imagine how much of a, a, a distraction and an advantage that that phone can be. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's both sides of it. You just have to be smart about it. And I think that, um, you know, it's hard to just check out. You can't check out and focus. Now, you know who could do that? You think about it, Joe Burrow in 2019, he had no classes. Well, he had one class that was online. He lived by himself. You know, he was at the facilities, you know, all year, all day long, forever, right? But everybody doesn't have that luxury to to be that fifth-year senior or whatever it is that don't have any classes in that situation. And so it's um, it's very difficult to just check out of everything and then just focus on that. So that's why when you are focused, when you are in – the I guess the zone of football in that world, you have to focus only on that and leave everything else behind for that short period of four or five hours a day or whatever that is, and then you jump back into all the other stuff because you just got to be able to, you know, move roll with the punches and be able to move other things. If at the very least, though, don't just solicit at that point your parents. Hey, handle this stuff for me. Like, if there's tickets requests or if there's this or that, can you? Help me out, you know. So the parents can't do the, that. The, the, that comes to the player. The player gets those ticket requests on a Monday, and he has to turn them in by Tuesday or Wednesday at a certain time. And so whoever wants it, just a simple text, what names do I need to put down there? You write the names, right? And that's it. Because it's not like they're getting – they're only getting four tickets. They're not getting right. a lot of tickets. And 
It's different than the NFL. Now, with that being said, there are things that parents can do, but by, by that time, by this time of the year, the parents have already done whatever the kid needs them right, to do. Right. The kid needs to focus on his, 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 his schoolwork, finals, as you said. Yep. He needs to make sure his girlfriend or whatever is understanding of whatever's going on, <laughs> leave me alone. Not really leave me alone, but just be a support staff, right? And if not, and then, you know, but it's so many things that happen. So you can't, I mean, it's just really weird and hard to really just step away from everything and then focus solely on football while you're in college. It's yeah. not, it's, it's difficult. It's easy for me to say uh, when, I, uh, when I'm away from it, I'm 45 years old. I'm not, yeah. I'm not 20, 21, where you're tempted by distractions a lot easier at that age. That's harder to compartmentalize as well. Well, these major Division One athletes are really great at, juggling multiple things at one time you know people always say that you know they're multitasking mm-hmm. you know the true thing of multitasking is not doing multiple things at the same time because our brain doesn't work like that our brain does not it's not able to layer things um that we're doing at the exact same time we have to it may, although it may seem like we are it's really your brain is cutting it off here and then starting and cutting it off starting and cutting off and so but athletes can they can really put many different things on their plate and they know how to juggle them and make it move and then be in and out when they need to be in and out and do it with great precision, things of that nature. So it's, it's, it's really pretty cool to see how all the inner workings and behind the scenes are. Because, you look, at the end of the day, you got to get your socks. you got to get your pants. you got to get your undershirt. you got to know how, where all that stuff is. And it takes, you know, I don't know, eight minutes out of your life to be able to do that, but you need to know where it is. You need to have the right shoe. I need my chin strap to be this. I want this type of mouthpiece. Um, you know, and you need a new one, and you got to go get fitted for a new one, and and then it's that, it's that, and then where's my black book sack that I need to have that has my chemistry book in it, and you know, and then I got to go eat at this point in time, but I really got to go get me a workout in. But you know what? I really need to go see Jack in the training room because his ankle has been bothering me, and so now I got to go sit in there for forty five minutes. And while I'm sitting in there, I'm gonna read my chemistry notebook, and then Jack is gonna come and talk to him. I'm gonna tell him how my girlfriend is giving me a little issue. <laughs> what do I need to help? How do I, how can you help me with this? And then once I I'm out of that. I got coach calling me. Hey, I need you to come stop by for a minute because we was at a party three nights ago and somebody got in trouble. Now I need to do something about that. Oh, boy. It's so many different things that come along with that, man. It's just kind of really crazy. But it's cool, though. We can juggle all that stuff. Shifting to the game, I'm curious <laughs> to know your opinion. That was a great, great analogy, by the way. Um, Stetson Bennett at Georgia. Yeah. Uh, is he underappreciated nationally? Because, I, I mean, every time I yeah. watch this guy play, I'm, I'm – I'm I'm sitting there going, he's going to play on Sunday. Now, I don't know what kind of success he's going to have, but, man, he's just impressive, and I think he's underappreciated. I know he's underappreciated. I mean, and I think the reason that is is because he's not this flashy quarterback. Mm-hmm. But he has the flashy numbers. He's a winner. He wins. Um, and then he's got the – and then and then people will say, you know, he has this talent around him, which sure. is why he's doing that. Of course. Even if you were a flashy guy and you were Peyton Manning or – or Johnny Manziel or whoever is, like, you know, the greatest quarterback you can ever imagine playing with great talent, yes, you have great talent around you. You're going to be great. You're going to do great a, things. I've seen uh, other guys with more talent around them than him, and they, 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 they screwed it up. Yeah, that's right. I agree 100%. This guy is, is smart, very intelligent. He understands football. And not only does he understand football, but he understands how to lead young men. And those young men believe in him 100%. And they will go to battle with him in any which way that they can see fit. Period. And this is that's the one thing to me that really sets him apart from anybody else, which is why he's as successful as he is as a quarterback in the country, but also in the SEC, 
because he knows how to get these guys to follow his lead. And if you see him, he never gets flustered. He never gets, you know, he, he never wavers from being successful or the task at hand. He's always doing the right thing on the football field, and I love the way that he approaches it every time. 14-10. Look, let me say that again. 14-10 now, Kansas State over TCU. About 20 seconds left to go in the first half of that ball game. And uh, the college yeah, football selection committee. plenty of time committee. to go in that game. Yeah, yeah the college football selection committee, their heart's beating fast. I can promise you <laughs> that right now. Uh, with the USC losing last night, TCU uh, facing Kansas State. Uh, down by four going into halftime. We'll see if the Horned Frogs can pull it out. Um, we talked about Stetson Bennett. What do you do about guarding those tight ends, <laughs> those big old rascals? Nothing, nothing. You, there's nothing you can't do. you got, you got to figure out a way to get add about eight more people on the field on top of the 11 that you have. So what I think is, uh, you, you, in my opinion, you gotta, you got to jam them at the line of scrimmage. You can't let them get out in the free run. You have to, you, you to kind of alter their route some kind of way while they're getting off the line of scrimmage. There's no way you can let these guys just run free because they're going to beat you every time. And these guys are not just tight ends. They can run. They're huge. They're quick. They got really good hands. They move very well, and they know the game of football, and they know how to find open spots. So no matter what's going on, these guys are really, really good. And I'll tell you what, I'm looking for the Saints to pick one of them up next year if that's possible because these guys are, are, are just phenomenal. And that, there's nothing you can do. I don't think LSU has any safeties or, or, or even linebackers that can really run with these guys, much less hit them and get them to the ground. You just got to pray and hope that you can get, you know, grab a leg and, and get them down. But it's going to be difficult. Now, what you can do, though, is you can disguise coverages, right, and you can kind of try to get Stetson Bennett off of his set point and, and, and hope that Stetson makes some mistakes. You want Stetson to, to have to pull the ball down a couple times. That's right. That, or if or throw a, the ball in the coverage. Yeah, but if he's at the, at the top of his drop and the ball's coming out, that's not going to be good for LSU. No, no. It I won't, mean, if it's it coming out good. on that fifth step or that third step, uh, that's not good. You want him double pumping a couple times. I'm going to tell you what really good quarterbacks, well, what quarterbacks that play well against LSU can do is they understand zone defenses. Because um, LSU play, actually plays a lot of zone defense, like a zone man of some sort. Um, and if you get the ball out of your hands and understand the openings in those windows and get the ball to where you got to go really quickly, it's very easy to beat the zone defense. He's Herb. I'm Christian. We'll wrap up the show next year. It's Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, live from Drago's Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. This is WWL. All right, back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show as we wrap up the show, live from Drago's Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. Herb, Tyler, Christian, Gary, before we push out of here, we want to thank Tommy Satanovich, his great staff over yes. here at Drago's, and all season long, Cheryl, for helping us today, taking care of us. Uh, all season long, we, whether we've been uh, downtown in New Orleans or here in Metairie or down in Baton Rouge, Yep, they've done a great job taking care of us and and, and uh, man, bringing us some delicious food. Uh, so we want to thank Tommy Satanovich and the great staff over here at Drago's. All three restaurants that we've been to this year have been fantastic experiences. So uh, once again, thanks to uh, Drago's and Tommy Satanovich. Want to thank Luke Augusta, uh, uh, our on-site engineer back at Master Control, Chris Coleman as well uh, for their help during the show and. Um, Luke being a big Star Wars guy, we can relate. That's right. So, uh, I'm a big. I'm a. He, he's got the. Uh, I think he's got the Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, and I'm. I don't know. Do you pull for the villain too, like Darth Vader? I I do pull for the villain sometimes, but I'm not actually a Star Wars guy. Okay. 
Oh, that's okay. You're you're cool in other areas. That's I'll let right. The, I'll you. let that slide. Um, <laughs> well, just I am a Transformers guy. Though. How about that? Okay. Is that okay? Right. Is okay. that okay. close? I, I didn't really get into Transformers, but okay. I got you. Um, <laughs> anyway, LSU, 17-and-a-half-point dogs today against the Georgia Bulldogs. I really think LSU is going to give this a game. I think, I, I think, think so, too. I think this is going to be a better game than the odds makers make it out to be. I think that LSU has to make this a good game, and I definitely think that LSU will make this a good game because they're trying to avenge that loss that they had last weekend. And I think they don't want you know people to think that that's the team that they are. Um, and I know Brian Kelly doesn't want that as no. well. So I think that LSU is definitely going to put up a valid fight this weekend today. Yeah, and for me, I think they got to find a way sometimes against this, a defense like this, you can get discouraged quickly running the football. But stay with it. Yeah. Even even if it's not popping, you know, you're averaging two yards, three yards a carry. So what? Stay with it. Make them committed. Because if, if they if they can just pin their ears back and come after Jaden Daniels, it's going to be a long day. Well, here's the thing. The thing is, the way that you combat that is by throwing the ball down the field a little bit. Sure. Getting rid of the football. So you're losing that defense mm-hmm. up in order to be able to, you know, get some creases within that line of scrimmage so these running backs can get through, you know, through the line of scrimmage. But – you know, at the end of the day, you're right, though. You can't abandon it. You have to try it, and you have to stick with it. But it depends on how far you go, you know, you're behind, if you are behind at all. But I think it, I think it's a balance. I think LSU needs to find a really, truly good, fine balance of what they're doing, right, pass and run, and then they have to throw the ball deep. I think they got to get the ball deep down the field. I think you're thinking dunk and try to maneuver your way around them. I don't think that's going to really happen. I think you got to hit them, you know, anywhere from 10 to 25 yards down the field increase them with quick passes that shoot that's going to hit you know get into some creases that these guys run with the ball after and i think the short passing game to a degree the quick passes i'm talking about yeah that, that, that almost mimic a handoff or, or that's right. same thing as a toss or a sweep you know yep. you're gonna see a lot of that today from Jaden daniels and i think that'll be important as well for lsu to cash in on those opportunities uh don't be sloppy last week a little bit they had some drops and i think lack of concentration and Looking to make a play before they had the ball in their hands. they got to be dialed in today. That's right. All right, once again, that's a wrap for the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate and show live from Drago's Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. Up next, it's the official pregame, LSU pregame show on the LSU Sports Radio Network. Go Tigers, roll wave. I'm Christian Garrick, Semperfy. I'm Al Herb. Take us to the house. Hope everybody is today's championship games. And... Remember, God loves you, I love you, and go Tigers! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. 
In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.